Hi, I'm Adam Lewis, and welcome to Dear IQ and our High IQ Topics series. This is different than our normal curriculum podcast series and our standalone topics that go along with our High IQ videos on YouTube. They're shorter and supplement our normal podcasts in this way with direct tactics to help you up your deer hunting game. In this episode, we're going to look at the first two of eight approaches for success on pressured public lands, something that all hunters who hunt public probably have struggled with, especially recently with hunter numbers really on the increase. If you're a hunter who is sick of getting hunts messed up by other hunters, or who struggle to consistently see deer or get opportunities at good bucks on public land, I think this will really help you. Before we get into the nitty gritty details of that, a couple things real quick, especially if you're new here. First, you'll notice we have an IQ ranking system where beginner is one IQ, intermediate is five IQ, and 10 IQ is our advanced content. This is true for our podcast as well as our blogs and videos, so you can best get content to meet you where you're at. This is a 5 IQ episode, and I'm pretty sure everyone will get something out of it. Second, I invite you to subscribe, rate this podcast, and check out all our other content, the videos on YouTube and our blog at our website. We even have a free journal that goes along with our curriculum-based podcast. If you take deer hunting seriously and really want to fast track your growth and become a better hunter, I invite you to check that out. And stay to the end because I have a few takeaways and challenges for you that you'll really benefit from, I think, and you won't want to miss that. Okay, so here are the first two of eight approaches for pressured public land success. First, let's look at the reason I believe public land hunting has increased in pressure over the last few years and what ignited this powder keg. I feel this is important to understand. This has really been ready to blow for years, but some key things kind of tipped it over the edge, or ignited it if you will, which I believe made the pressured terrain we are seeing today. First, we have a high number of hunters to begin with that was added to during the pandemic. More hunters simply hit the field. Second, we've been seeing for quite some time the decrease in available private land hunting. Where you used to be able to get permission much easier, now that's kind of disappeared, and leases have taken its place. And many people can't afford to pay for hunting land, whether buying it with high loan interest rates or leasing it, which is also expensive. The third leg of this stool and what kind of blew up public land hunting is the popularity and exposure of it, making it cool to say by various YouTube channels, podcasts, and social media in general. With around 90% of deer harvested on private land, that leaves a lot of people competing for that 10% on public land. On top of that, the secrets to finding deer on public land have kind of been put out there. So some new approaches, or I'd say tweaks to the old approaches are needed. And I will say some of these are tweaks, but it only takes a slight shift in aim to drastically alter your final destination, which in our case would be shooting a good deer on public land. These are coming from a handful of experts I interviewed on the podcast for this season, and those guests go into more detail in those episodes, so stay tuned for those as they come out. But for now, let's take a look at the first two. Approach number one, hunt the other hunters. A huge paradigm shift is needed to find where the big bucks are actually hiding on public land. 
Within a few days of season opener, the deer know they are being hunted and start avoiding any area given even the slightest pressure. Where they go to hide might not be the obvious spots on your hunting app, where all the other hunters probably already are. So how do you refine them and get on their new patterns? Instead of frantically looking for deer sign, relax a bit and take the time to start scouting the other hunters. Where are they parking? Where are they accessing and leaving hunting locations? How are they using the landscape? Since deer will immediately react to this, you need to as well. This pushes deer into different locations than scouting and sign may have told you in the summer or the first few days of season. So thinking like a deer and how they will respond to this pressure will give you a big clue as to where to now hunt them. Actually staying out of the woods, driving around and documenting which parking lots are full, and observing the hunters and their habits will get you further than doing blind hunts on old deer intel. You need hunter intel. Resist the temptation to compete for a spot and add even more pressure to an area because this can be really counterproductive. My friend Manny takes a different angle on gathering data. He strategically puts his trail cameras in locations to not only monitor deer, but also other hunters. Kind of tricky. Knowing when and how they access areas tells him how and when he can access it differently to get a crack at the deer avoiding these hunters and drastically ups his odds. Hunting the other hunters is a high IQ approach to put you where the deer actually are on highly pressured public land. Manny chased this buck he called Frazier for five seasons on public land in Michigan, patterning him and getting several cracks at him before his eventual demise. It's a testament to this strategy that he used and is also an incredible story. He details it and his exact strategies in our interview and you can also see an article I'll link below about it. So check those out if you want to hear more about that. And if you're getting something out of this podcast, I invite you to leave a comment and consider sharing it with a friend. It's your help that really helps this podcast grow and it's greatly appreciated. Also, do you know your Dear IQ? Do you think you're deer smart? Why don't you take the deer IQ test and find out? It's fun, easy, and you can compare it to a buddy score too and see who's smarter. Check it out in the notes. And now back to approach number two. Approach number two, up your pain tolerance. Let's be honest, a lot of us are kind of wimpy. Most people tend to gravitate toward what's easy or a lazy approach to hunting, me included. We're human after all. We may say we're going the extra mile in the effort department, but are we really? The reality is that most of us aren't as tough as we like to think and don't do the extremely tough or painful stuff to get where the big bucks hide. So up your pain tolerance if you want to separate yourself from the crowds. Dr. Jeff Kelly, a common guy with uncommon success in multiple states over the last 20 years, gets away from the crowds by biking miles into areas toting an inflatable raft in a bike trailer, and then rafting across unweightable waters just to give himself a chance. If it's not really that hard for you to get to, then expect company because it isn't for other hunters either. Basically, if your brain isn't trying to talk you out of it and telling you it's way too much work, then it's not hard enough to get to or hunt. Ask yourself what you're actually willing to do to punch a tag on public land and then ask if you can do more. Get a workout routine, dedicate to it year-round, and work at removing any mental or physical barriers standing in your way. Do what's necessary to up your pain tolerance, 
It's the cost of putting some real estate between you and other hunters and having success on ultra-pressured public lands. Okay, so there's the first two, and stay tuned for three and four of all eight coming out very soon. And if you can't wait, you can download the public land guide with all eight in the show notes below. You can check that out. But for now, here are the high IQ takeaways and challenges from this episode. First, have you ever tried actually scouting other hunters, observing them, and actually not hunting and using that to help drive your decisions? Think about it and maybe try it out a little bit this season and see how that affects your results. Second, what are some things you can do to up your pain tolerance, get in better shape, and really go the extra distance while out hunting? Think about those things and start to implement some of those things this season. Also, check out the article I linked called Ultra Efficient Deer Hunting. That's a great read on how to know exactly when and exactly where to hunt to really up your odds and make some really good data-driven decisions. And sign up for our newsletter so you don't miss any great new Deer IQ content. And I'll see you on the next Deer IQ High IQ Topics podcast.